Hi, hello and welcome. This is the Zonecast where we interview emerging Canadian professionals, entrepreneurs and academics. And today we have with us on the show, Callum uh, McGregor. He is the founder of Fervent Events. Uh, hi, Callum. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on the show. Very um, excited to be here and, and have a chance to, to have a chat with you. Perfect. Um, so I want to learn more about your uh, professional and personal background. So can you tell mm -hmm. me more about your background? Yeah, so um, I studied events management in Glasgow. You probably notice I've got an accent here. I'm, I'm from Scotland. Um, studied events management at Glasgow Caledonian University. And then I moved uh, to Canada in 2006. So originally I came here for one summer to play rugby. Mm -hmm. uh, just had a really good time, really enjoyed uh, myself in Toronto. And ended up getting a job, decided to kind of stay. So I got permanent residence and worked at a not-for-profit working in events mm -hmm. for two and a half years. And then after being there for two and a half years, uh, in the middle of 2009, I decided to start my own company. So Fervent Events is an experiential marketing agency. Mm -hmm. So all of our programs, all of our marketing programs, essentially utilize um, promotional reps and brand ambassadors to engage directly with consumers. So I started in 2009. In September last year, we celebrated uh, nine years of business. Wow. And um, yeah, so, so here we are. We just uh, last year ranked as uh, the 47th uh, fastest growing company in Canada on the Growth 500, uh, for the Profit 500. Mm -hmm. And we've had like a little bit of success in, over the last three or four years. The company's really continued to grow. Mm -hmm. So, what kind of cl clients do you have? Well, all of our all of our clients are essentially all of our work is B two C. So we represent clients directly, um, but we're really targeting their consumers. So mm -hmm. hypothetically, um, an athletic apparel company or a quick service restaurant or a retailer. Well, a company that is targeting consumers directly, we essentially act as a third party, as an agency that they would work with to implement engaging marketing programs. So what type of clients do we have? Um, we have clients that are uh, retailers. Um, we have clients that are uh, food products and um, consumer packaged goods. Really anything that um, that sells to, to consumers directly. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you tell us about some of the different kinds of campaigns that you have done? Yeah, so I mean, we've done campaigns such as uh, for for one company, we did um, a, a national um, tour to student campuses. So we put together a bunch of promotional packages together, 250,000 actually, handout bags of 20 different partners that all combined to be part of this. We went to Frost Week activations across Canada, 30 schools, and distributed 250,000 uh, sample packs. So that's an idea of like a kind of national program we've done. We've also done programs like uh, pop-up shops. Uh, we've done some work before with them, um, a music label, when they have um, musicians coming to town at, at large events like the Much Music Video Awards and they're wanting to try and capture their audience a bit more one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we've worked with some music labels to create pop-up shop. It gives uh, the band access, direct access to their to their fans. They can do like signings, they can uh, sell merch and whatnot. Um, other programs we, that we've done would include things like uh, food truck tours, where um, we, we, tra we travel around the province, going to lots of festivals, lots of events, representing um, a consumer product 
and they're giving out free samples via food truck. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, as you mentioned, right now, uh, your company is one of the fastest uh, growing companies. Uh, so how do you manage to grow so fast? Um, honestly, the, the only way to kind of to grow is to, to, I mean, you obviously experience growing pains. Unfortunately, I mean, we're still a small company. We've only got eight full-time employees in Canada, but we do have 900 part-time brand ambassadors on our roster across Canada. Those 900 part-time brand ambassadors, essentially, they worked to 120,000 labour hours for us last year. So that's essentially another 65 full-time members of staff out there every single day. Um, being a small company and you're and you're growing, there are going to be growing pains. So, you know, basically when you're growing fast, you, you're always kind of need to kind of hire that next person, um, and you're trying to keep your service and your work up as good as it possibly can be throughout the course of your growth. But all of our growth has been completely organic. Um, we have pretty strong SEO. Uh, we've done some really good work in the field. Uh, we've got lots of great case studies, success stories. We're fortunate that many clients we've worked with have rehired us to then do larger programs. And we're fortunate that we've uh, started to work with some retailers and they've seen like our proof of work and then they've increased um, our bandwidth by essentially making us move to new provinces and, and, and grow to continue to win more of their business. But all of our growth has been completely organic. We've never taken any outside investment. I still um, own 100% uh, the whole company. We've never taken a loan from a bank. So really, like our growth's been organic, and it's more. It's been more about just trying to really sustain the growth uh, by keeping up our level of service as we as we continue to, to to bring in new members of staff to to facilitate it. I see. Um, so as you said, you have been in the business for nine uh, years or so. And mm -hmm. um, experiential marketing is a definitely a competitive business. There are definitely a lot of players in this industry. It's definitely fragmented. So um, do you have any strategies to uh, ensure your longevity mm -hmm. in the business or to differentiate yourself from the competition? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I think that experiential marketing, as, I mean, as you're saying, like it, it is um, a competitive industry right now. When when we started nine years ago, I mean, we were honestly one of the, one of the few companies that were specialising in it because it is a niche. It's a niche part of the marketing mix. Um, so only nine years ago, there wasn't that many companies. So we were able to kind of get in before a lot of our companies. And of course, Google, for example, responds well to that with through SEO. So we've always kind of had. Um, quite high placings and through to like our our um, first, foot, first footer um, market so to speak but really I mean I think that although it's we're now nine years in um, I always say that a lot of people know how much like a can of coca-cola should cost but they don't know how much a street team should cost and I think there's lots of companies out there lots of competitors that kind of take advantage of the lack of knowledge in our industry. How much do promo teams cost? How much do pop-up shops cost? And as a result of that, they maybe overcharge for the service. How do we have longevity? How, how are we going to plan, plan for longevity? We're going to price fairly. 
Um, we often do price checks on competitors. Every six to 12 months, we receive quotes from our competitors. Um, we have access to doing that. And we kind of see what would, what, what would we price ourselves at in this scenario? What are they pricing themselves at? I'm not saying that we're cheap and we're, we're less expensive than them because we're not. We definitely come in the middle. But I think that our service is essentially superior to a lot of our competitors. And I think our price is very, very fair. And uh, we take pride in that. So I think that that, having a superior service and having a fair price, is, is definitely a key to, to our planning and forecasting for, for a long time um, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are also an immigrant to Canada. Uh, yep. So how, how do you find Canada? And how does it compare to, to your home country? <laughs> and which one do you like more? Interesting. Um, I absolutely love Canada. Like I, I love Scotland. Um, Scotland's definitely my home. Like it's where I'm from. Um, or well, let me rephrase that. Scotland is where I'm from, and I love it. But Canada is is now my home. So I've lived here for nearly twelve years. Um, professionally, I don't have any any comparison because I, I came to Canada straight out of university. So I had never actually had like a professional job in Scotland. So I don't have any professional comparison. What's the market like in Canada versus Scotland? What's doing business like in Canada versus Scotland? I am I'm not the guy to ask because I've got nothing to really compare it to. As far as the actual country goes, um I think there's there's massive similarities to be honest. I think the Scottish people and we're pretty laid back. Um, they don't take themselves too seriously. Um, they're easy to go on to. They're, they're easy to go on with. Like they're very kind. And I think that in Canada, like they're, they're, I think Canadians have many of the same kind of attributes as, as Scottish folk. Very kind, um, happy to please, and and so on. So it's, for me, like Canada is a really great place, obviously. And and there's just essentially more more opportunity here than than it would be in Scotland. It's it's a massive country, and it's a, it's a great place to to live and a great place to to raise a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that's happening right now in the advertising landscape is more and more digital technologies are being used and things are being digitized. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. it's uh, online social media, whether it's uh, search engine optimization, there's uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you still think that exponential marketing is here to stay or is it gradually going to disappear? I think that exponential marketing is 100% here to stay. And I think that many of the things that you've just mentioned, um, like virtual VR, like virtual reality and stuff like that, a lot of these tools that the technology is bringing up, they, they are components. That, they're going to be components of an exponential marketing campaign. All of these, like all of the advancements in technology for for things like VR, it only aids and assists exponential marketing even more because it means that we can accomplish even more at our events and engage in an even more interactive way with consumers. So I actually a lot of things you just mentioned, social media as well. I mean. What, what, what does social media need? Like, what do brands need with their social media um, channels? They need content. So exponential marketing, having events, whether or not that's something like a food truck tour or a pop-up shop, 
or um, a massive activation at like a, a, a Formula One festival or whatever it may be. The experiential marketing component and these live engagements they can be recorded. They can be um, they can be put on social channels. They can be made into social stories or contests. You can do contesting via social that um, runs around the actual experiential program themselves. So I honestly think that with like social experiential marketing is creating content for social. So it starts really paid up and partner even more. I, I think that the more technology advances and the more that social advances i think the better for the industry because it's going to start to give us even more um even more opportunity to to create really cool campaigns mm -hmm. i see and um uh, what what are your plans for 2019 in terms of growth in terms of your business uh, any new mm -hmm. heights you plan to accomplish yeah so 2019 um we cannot at the tail end of 2019, or I shouldn't say the tail end, it was probably the last three or four months of 2018. The idea for this year was to start to create our own events. Um, so basically create our own festival, something we can have ownership of. That might have to be tabled for a little bit, purely because the exact event we're looking at pitching, there maybe wasn't an appetite for in the market right now. And we're also in a pretty fortunate place right now where other parts of our business are going very well. So we can probably have to focus even more on them. A lot of the times in business, it's easy to kind of over-focus on the kind of new and shiny thing. And it takes away from your core business. So I think our core business right now really just needs more attention and um, some more improvements wherever we can. And, and that will really stand us better in the future. So really just um, 2019 plan now is essentially just to continue to grow our, our core business. And uh, that, that's about it, yeah. I see. Um, who do you see as some of your uh, big competitors right now in the space? Um, honestly, I mean, I don't want to, to name names, um, but I mean, I think there's probably four or five other companies that are the same size as us. That, mm -hmm. that, I, that whenever you search on Google, um, we're, we're coming up at the same as them. And we've definitely quoted in some stuff that I've seen appearing on, on competitors' websites and vice versa. There's a lot of like mid, mid-sized mid companies. Oops, sorry, I'm just, I'm just standing uh, in, a, in a hallway right now. There's a bit of a, a bit of abrupt, <laughs> an yeah, abrupt okay. noise there. Um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of mid-sized companies that I mean that's that that's the best way for me to kind of really say this. We have a lot of competitors, but there's a there's enough work for all of us. I think there's a lot of experiential agencies in Canada that are all doing the kind of three to ten million dollars in annual revenue sort of part, and then there's very very few that are actually doing over that over that. Um, I mean the number probably um it's probably the XM agencies doing over ten million dollars is probably one-fifth or one-sixth of XM agencies doing under $10 million. So we've all the competitors because we're under the $10 million threshold. We have a lot of folk in, in the industry that are competitors, but we're not really, we don't really overly focus on them, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. Um, any exciting projects you're working on right now? Yep, yeah, um, we've got a bunch of things. Uh, we've got something right now that we're working on for uh, 
for um, a quick service uh, food app that we're trying to basically engage with 12,000 restaurants on their behalf. Wow. Um, we have growth in, uh, in, a, in a major Canadian retailer. We're representing 10 different in-store product demos within this uh, within this retailer and we have another three or four that are potentially starting, three or four clients within it, within mm-hmm. the umbrella. And um, something else was quite exciting is we're, we're potentially, it looks like we're going to be starting um, doing some alcohol sampling at um, a major alcohol outlet. So that would be a new area of business for us, something we've not really, not really done before, but we've definitely obviously got the capabilities and the expertise of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really just trying to, to diversify a wee bit, get away from two or three major clients and um, and make that five, six, seven major clients. I see. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Callum, it has been very nice uh, speaking with you and learning Perfect. about uh, fervent events. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you very much. Really appreciate the opportunity to, to have a conversation and um, best of luck for 2019. <laughs> thank you. And your website Cheers. is ferventevents.com. That's right, www.fairandevents.com. Um, we operate nationally. If there's any market agencies out there that are listening and we'd love to come present our services and we could definitely be um, an asset to, to, to your agency. Okay. Listeners, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about ferventevents.com, you can visit their website, ferventevents.com. And thank you so much for listening to Zonecast and stay tuned for more episodes.